0: Jake lifted his head, glanced at me, then put his head back down. He continued crying, only a bit softer. Finally, he stopped, sat up straight, wiped his face, and whispered, Thanks. That was all he said before he got up and walked away. Even so, things were different after that, and we both knew it. It started slowly. Jake and I walked to school, and the fastest route for both of us is the dirt road through the center of the cemetery. Afternoons, I started waiting for him at the cemetery gate. He didn't seem to mind, and pretty soon we started walking home together directly from school. We got teased, of course. The usual, Ooh, Jacob loves Lily! kind of crap, but it wasn't too bad. After we had been doing this for
1: about a week, Jacob said out of the blue, Why does your grandfather hate me? He doesn't hate you. Then how come he yells at me whenever he sees me in the cemetery?
0: I frowned. Okay, I guess he does act like he hates you. I don't know why. To change the subject, I turned to something I had been wanting to get off my chest. Um, about that marry you thing in second grade. That must have been pretty embarrassing. I'm sorry.
1: Jake smiled. Yeah, I got teased about it a lot. Now I get teased about other stuff. By everyone but you. So I guess we're even. Relief.
0: After that, things were easier between us. Especially when we discovered that we both like monster movies and horror stories. We started to swap books. One day, he made my head explode by handing me a stack of novels by Arthur Doolittle. He's my favorite writer! I cried. I've always thought it was cool that you had the same last name. Of course I have the same last name. He was my grandfather. I went a little spazo then, but Jake shrugged like it was no big deal. What happened to him anyway? I asked. I've never been able to find out why he wrote so many great books and then
1: just stopped. Jake frowned. Neither has anyone else. Arthur disappeared? You call him Arthur? Jake's face hardened. He just took off on the family about 25 years before I was born. I never met him and I sure don't think of him as Grandpa, not after he abandoned my dad that way. What happened? He shrugged again. Family legend says he had been acting crazy for a few years. Then one day he was just... gone. Supposedly, he left a note, but I've never seen it.
0: After a while, we started a book club and made a hideout in one of the mausoleums which are these cool stone buildings in the rich people's part of the cemetery. They store the bodies above ground, in coffins, of course, instead of burying them. We cleaned up inside, then made a library, both of us donating books and comics. The real gems came from Jacob, because his grandfather not only wrote horror stories and novels, he also collected them. Jacob didn't bring any hard covers, but he contributed several paperbacks, including my all-time favorite Arthur Doolittle book, A World Made of Midnight. This was the story where he first described the monster world that he called Always October. It was also the book that made him famous. Most of the books he wrote afterward featured Always October in some way, but Midnight was always my favorite. I had read it about a dozen times. Because the air in mausoleums tends to be damp, we kept the books sealed in plastic bags to protect them. Also, Jacob created a file card system to make sure that we knew exactly what we had. When I asked him why he was so organized, he blushed and said, Makes me feel safer. I thought about it and figured I understood. After that day, we talked about more personal stuff. We're almost through sixth grade now, and pretty much best friends. The day Little Dumpling arrived, Jake and I were in the mausoleum clubhouse, talking about the biggest problems in our lives. At that moment, it was Jacob's third-quarter report card. You got an F in math? I asked, staring at the horrible grade in amazement. How did you manage that? You're brilliant at math. He shrugged. Brilliant at math? Not so brilliant at homework. I knew that the real problem was he spent so much time trying to get his papers perfect that he rarely managed to finish them. I looked at him sternly. This is serious, Jacob. I don't want to have to do seventh grade without you. Ouch. Sorry, but that's where things are heading.